We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Lawrence Holmes, noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. And, you know, we have, a you know, a... Uh a saying here, you know, we play on the hits principle and it's really, it's really starts with H, you know, the H is the hustle part of it. And then the I is how we play with intensity. You know, the T is taking the ball away. And then the S is being smart situationally. Bears head coach, Matt Eberflus. The hits principle. I'm Mark Grody on Chicago sports radio, 670. The score here with you until 2 o'clock when we're going to Vegas, baby. As the afternoon show, the Parkins and Spiegel show will be live at Circa Resort and Casino. Hanging out there 2 to 6. Dan Bernstein is with them because Danny Parkins is stuck at home. He was not allowed to go. From what I understand, as it turns out, they just thought that it's best that he... Sit this one out. I guess that there had been some talk about maybe he was uh, going to be having he and his wife having a baby, but I think they just decided that it was best that he not go on this trip, and Dan Bernstein goes on it instead. So they will be on from 2 o'clock until 6 o'clock right here on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. We could talk here, too, and interact. I'm on Twitter, at Mark Grody Sports. I am also on Instagram, Mark underscore Grody, so we can keep the conversation going all the time, and I do tend to be on the radio all the time if you count being on overnights, which I've been doing for a while now, and uh, it is always good to have one of the overnight regulars calling in, too, at 312-644-6767. It is my guy, Rich, in Old Town. What's up, Rich? You're on the score. Hey, Mark, I'm glad you haven't turned into a vampire. (laughs) I'm getting pretty close, man. (laughs) I'm feeling pretty pale right now. I don't know what to say. I mean, you know, I'm a, I don't sleep much myself, and I'm kind of at it all the time. I have my own businesses, and I love talking to you guys, especially you with football. You're my go-to bear guy. i got a couple of things for you. I wanted your opinion on this. Uh, I'm not surprised at the bear direction, but I am disappointed. And, and let me tell you why. They're loading up on offensive line free agents which I think is probably good to get a little bit of depth. But they only moved Mac for draft picks. Mm-hmm. And when you only have the draft picks that they have, I don't understand how they're going to close all these holes with a lack of draft picks. Even picking one up will help, but one of them is next year, as you know. And, uh, you know, I think they need to go wide receiver both. 
in the second round. You know me, I'm an offensive guy. But I did look up one thing, which is encouraging. I wanted to find a little scoop on Pringle. Pringle is a four four six forty guy. Okay. Which surprised me. Yeah, you thought he was a little bit faster. Yes. I mean, that's still a burner, and it's going to be better than anything they have. But, I mean, you got a little bit of a veteran in there, and you can draft a couple of, as we've talked, great young wide receivers. Uh-huh. But they still, they still need some defensive backs. And for the life of me, unless he's got something up his sleeves, why do you only move Mac when – I think the one guy you can get something for, and it may not be a high pick, but it'd be helpful, is why don't they get rid of Foles for a draft pick and, and try to get to at least eight or nine draft picks to fill holes? I mean, you know? they, they Rich, they might be working on that. We have no idea what their plan is at backup quarterback. Nick Foles is under contract for one more year. They just signed Trevor Simeon. I don't know if he is the guy that you want in a pinch if Justin Fields is to go down. But we don't know what their plan is for Nick Foles, and he's not going to net you anything tremendous draft pick wise. That's for sure. And, and, that, might, and, that, get... and that could also be a you know depending on what where the Bears' quarterback room is. That that's also could be you know trade deadline could be a real thing this year for the Bears if they don't make more moves in this offseason. But why would you pick up Simeon other than he's from Northwestern if you don't move Foles? Do you think you need three deep? I don't. I don't understand the move. Well, I mean, they also have Ryan Willis on the roster, so there there is a lot that needs to be straightened out. That that is for sure. Um, and you know, we we are learning, Rich, like what the scouting is or what what the thinking pattern is with Ryan Poles and probably to a lesser degree Matt Eberflus on wh- how they scout, what they think of players, the the new players that have come in, the old players that have gone out the door. We're, we're all kind of learning what the process is right now, Rich, and it's always good to hear from you, man. Thank you so much for the call. Yeah, the second round's going to be interesting, assuming that the Bears, the, when, they, when we do get to the draft on April 28th and they've got those two picks in the second round, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, of course, wide receiver, but nothing would surprise me with that second pick in the second round. I mean, I could, I could even see them at going for offensive line. I mean, do, do we know if if Ryan Bates is a legitimate starting guard in the NFL? I don't know that we know that for sure. We definitely don't know that about Dakota Dozier. I know that Lucas Patrick is legitimate on the interior, and it looks like he will play center. And then we have no idea what they think of Larry Borum and Tevin Jenkins. So, you know, the draft will say a lot about that. And hopefully eventually when we start to see some of this in motion, literally when there are OTAs and then training camp, will have better answers for you. Speaking of that, I have been trying to get a good answer on what this regime thinks of the starting quarterback, Justin Fields, because it's been very difficult to to tell I was not able to get a true assessment at the introductory press conference that's fine um same thing with the combine when we talked to Ryan Poles maybe a little bit more because he actually flashed back to at least one specific game that he talked about and seeing some of the things that Justin Fields is capable of doing so maybe there was a little bit more of an assessment on Justin Fields there and then Matt Eberflus, the, the Bears head coach, was on the Peter King podcast, 
and he was asked about Justin Fields. So I want you to listen to this, and I want you to to listen and tell me, do you learn anything more about Justin Fields, the player, from this? Putting pieces around him that are helping him success, be successful. So what I mean by that is that, you know, we have to have an offensive line, okay, that can protect. We have to have an offensive line that can block the running game the appropriate way. And then we have to have runners, you know, different pace runners. You know, we have a good runner now, but we're going to add some other pieces in there potentially and and uh, having pieces around them in the receiving core. It's we got to have a number one. you got to have a number two. got to have a number three. got to have a tight end that can block the point. you got to have the U tight end that can move and flex out and create, create mismatches. So putting pieces around him and then building the offensive scheme around him, meaning that, you know, what is he good at? You know, what, what, what is our offensive skill level good at? So it's really just not about Justin. It's also about the skill level we have around him and fitting the offense to them. So it's going to be the Chicago Bears offense of 2022. And what's nice about the offense that we're putting in, that is able to flex and move with our skill. So if we acquire the players we want to acquire this year, we don't or we don't. Maybe we may only get a couple pieces because you only can acquire so many guys in one year. Then your offense has to be able to mold and move and adjust to what we have. And that's what that's what's great about our, our scheme. What was your initial meeting with him like? What did you think of him personally? Is he the kind of guy who can be what a quarterback needs to be on the field? There's no doubt. There's no doubt. I feel I feel very confident um, in his in his confidence in his ability to lead the football team. But I also feel that you know when I when I was there, I could feel the presence of him and his ability to grow. You know, because people will say this, and I've known this to be true with the, with these NFL guys, is that I've seen the biggest growth between rookie year and second year. That to me has been. You look at all the all the quarterbacks that have come up lately, the first to second year. It's been a growth, a big growth spurt for those guys, and we're expecting that this year. I, I like that part. I like that part at the end that that they are expecting a, a the growth spurt from year one to year two, and that is something that Ryan Poles had talked about as well. But I'll just say I I learned absolutely nothing from Matt Eberflus in that cut. Not a single thing about Justin Fields the player, nor what they think of Justin Fields the player. And I guess that's okay because they are reserving judgment until they get to see him full speed, and then they make their full judgment. But this has been deliberate on the part of the Bears. And when they say, how can he improve from one year to the next? And these same questions were asked of Matt Nagy about Mitch Trubisky. And guess what? Matt Nagy gave the exact same answers, and the gist of it was and is from Eberflus. They they default to, we've got to put better players around him. We've got to build the offensive line. We've got to get the U tight end, as they mentioned. We've got to get guys with speed and playmakers and guys that can help him out. Those are the exact same things that Matt Nagy would say about Mitch Trubisky, and he would all. And Matt would always tell us, "Yeah, look, the quarterback is culpable." No, not not his exact words, but he would say, "Yeah, a lot of this is on Mitch, but it's really it's a whole thing. It's the whole offense. It's the whole. It's the offensive linemen. It's the it's the running game. It's the receivers. 
And right now, they are generalizing their answers in a huge way in talking about putting, of course you have to put, of course you have to put pieces around it. What I want to know is what have you seen from Justin Fields on the field and how can he get better? How do you plan to use him? And then the answer is always, well, we're going to get better players to put around him. Okay, but we still don't know what you think about Justin Fields. And I, I don't know if if we're entitled to these answers. I don't know if I'm entitled to these answers, but I, I sure would like to know from the the new general manager, a guy who has you know done every single level of scouting and Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus, who has been a really good defensive coordinator and gone up against a lot of really good quarterbacks. What do you actually think about this guy's play? And what are you gonna what positions are you going to put him in to make him better other than putting a bunch of really good players around him? Because duh Yes, you have to do that because Darnell Mooney is your only receiver right now, and you you need those weapons. You need to rebuild the offensive line. You you need to have a running game. All of that stuff. But to me, and and I, I, we usually give the new guy the benefit of the doubt, and it, it's it's a literally a different voice. So we typically with stuff like that, we'll say, oh, well, that's that's interesting. That's different. I'm encouraged by that. He's it's for right now. That's the, that's the same stuff. That's the same stuff. I, I like I said, I, I do like the idea that they are talking about and studying up on quarterbacks who have taken the jump from year one to year two. But I just have not seen or heard an evaluation, a real evaluation, except for he's, you know, Justin Fields is a great guy. And he he really he seems to have the it factor. Well, what is that? What is what is that? Because he because he's calm and that and and quite honestly, those were the answers that we got from just about everybody last year too, with their on the Matt Nagy stuff. Like, what do you like about Joe? Well, he's really calm. He's super calm. Did you see how calm he is out there? And he is, and, and that is a good thing. That's a really good trait to have for a quarterback. But what I am interested in is Justin Fields being good physically out there. He's got all the intangibles, smart kid in, in every way, shape, and form, book smart, football smart, calm, stoic, all that. But is he a guy who is is going to be around here in four years and is going to be a good to great quarterback? And we're getting no indication from those guys on that. So it will be fascinating to see and and where they are, like what their their bias is about Justin Fields, because obviously you had that with Matt Nagy and and Ryan Pace. They badly, badly wanted him to succeed, and they were going to give him as much room to be great as possible. We'll see what the patience is with this regime or if they have a different type of quarterback in mind as well. So there, there's so much on the table the 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 mystery around Justin Fields while meantime while they're you know building this slow build of the Bears and putting in serviceable players I mentioned all the offensive line guys and then the defensive guys Justin Jones and El Kadeen Muhammad I mean nothing yet that truly moves the meter there is obviously still time in the preseason for something to change in that regard 
The who knows? We have no idea what kind. When Ryan Poles is leading a draft, what does he do? Does he trade down? Does he trade up? Whatever the case may be, we're going to learn a lot. But still, the guy that I still want to know the most about and and, and don't know what these guys think about is absolutely the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears, Justin Fields. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. If you want to sneak in a phone call, text line open as well at three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. This is the Lawrence Holmes Show. Mark Grody filling in on Chicago Sports Radio six seventy. The score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 